Hi friends, this week we're just shooting shit, okay? Hope that's alright with you, because I'm fucking exhausted, I'm tired with everything I have going on. But this week's episode, I wanted to just share some realizations I've been having recently, because I've been achieving a lot of shit real fast, and it's very overwhelming, in a good way. But I've been having a lot of realizations about things that have contributed to me having such rapid success that I really want to share with you, because this is the type shit I wish someone would have shared when I was trying to achieve things, you know? So I'm just going to share everything I've been realizing with you. And it's a lot. A couple things are around success and about that. Things I've implemented and the things I've just realized that have hurt my fucking feelings. Because you know the whole awareness thing. Like once you realize it, it's like you can't not realize it. And when that truth hits you, it just be hurt. <laughs> so the first big thing that I realized is if you want to achieve anything worth the fuck, you need to be very, very picky. And selfish with where you put your time and energy and you need to make sure what you're spending your time and energy on is helping you and i'm someone that can do a lot i will get everything done you put in front of me like every time i make a to-do list for myself i have the capacity to force myself no matter how tired i am to do it but i realized recently your energy is like a meter like you don't have unlimited energy and creativity to dump into shit. And how I kind of hit this was for the past month, my manager and I have been working on so much, taking so many meetings with so many agencies because everything I have is blowing up right now. And it's so overwhelming and there's so much being thrown at me. And there's so many people asking me for so much shit and demanding so many things from me and my energy that... I've had to like get a grip on it and be like, no, like, fuck you. And I'm very protective of myself. Anytime I get stressed out or overwhelmed or any of that, like my angry side will come in and take control. Like anger comes up for me when I'm overwhelmed because I will get things done. Overwhelm is like a kind of like a powerless feeling and it's like a lower state. And when I feel angry, I get excited because I'm like, yeah, now I'm going to get shit handled. But I do get a little bit of like an asshole. I do become a little mean when I get overwhelmed. But it's like that protector aspect of me that comes out that's like, all right, let's do this shit. And it's like, everybody watch the fuck out because like now I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't like to get that part triggered because when I flip into that mode of like, now let's fucking get it done. I'd be hurting feelings and like, I'm going to get it done, but I'm going to be very insensitive to everything else. <laughs> But basically, I'm at a point this past month where there's so many bids for my attention and energy. There's so many things trying to yank it from me. And I'm trying to stay focused on what I'm trying to do and accomplish for myself. And doing so much of the business back end is fucking with my ability to create content and do what the fuck has gotten me to where I am. Like, sure, the business side is fun and everything going on behind the scenes is great. But I'm starting to realize my energy level is what is most important. So if I only have a certain amount of energy in the day to perform well and do what I need to do, I wanna spend that energy on what's important to me and where it needs to be spent. I can't do a podcast if I'm tired and like drained. It's gonna be a shit episode. So I can do a meeting drained and tired and y'all can pick up the fucking slack. Like all these people pulling so much at me right now, it's like I've had to draw a line where my shit comes first and that whole realization came from like the meter thing like yeah i can get everything done but where's the best use of my energy where's the best use of my time is it better to get on a meeting tired or is it better to try and do a podcast or sort my own shit out with social media tired 
it, that's not going to work. That's not going to allow me to be the perfectionist that I am. And I want to save my most potential of my energy for the things that I need it for, you know? But this also seeps into daily tasks and daily bullshit that I don't fucking like doing. Like, I don't like doing certain shit. And I've had to structure my day completely different. Like, waking up and doing dishes, I no longer do. That's wasted fucking energy. Waking up and picking an outfit, y'all ask why I wear the same shit every day. I don't want to wake up and waste any energy and mental capacity and decision making on, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? Fuck that. I wake up, I put on the same shit. I do the same routine. I don't do dishes in the morning. I do them at night now. I can do dishes when I'm tired. That's not a task that I need to perfect. My tasks that I need to perfect are everything I'm doing for my own career. That's the shit that I focus on first. Like I'm done with like the useless bullshit. And one big thing that I've started doing, and I'm so happy I did it, and I'd be recommending it to everybody now. No, this is not sponsored. No, there's no fucking ad coming up. And I'm not even mentioning the goddamn company. But I've been ordering my groceries like a happy dick. And I just sit in my apartment and fucking have them get delivered to me. And it saves me, one, so much time. Because I have to go to two different grocery stores to get all the shit that I need for my meal plan. When I used to go grocery shopping, it would take me like minimum two hours. And there's so much headache and frustration of dealing with dumbass fucking people in society and in public. Like, get out of the fucking way. Don't stop walking in the middle of a goddamn aisle. Have some situational awareness and be fucking courteous. Oh, that just aggravates me. But you see how... A situation like that, like a little task of like going to the grocery store, it's not that I'm above it now. It's not a good use of my fucking energy because it pisses me off. Like I literally get annoyed going out in public and having to deal with dumbass people. So now I don't have to go to two grocery stores. Now I don't have to waste that two hours of time going to get my groceries and then bring them back. But it's not even just the time. Now I have to take into consideration the energy part. For me to expend the energy to go to the grocery store bag all my shit up, bring it home, bring it up, and then put it all away, that's a lot of energy out of my tank that's not spent on where it's of best use for me personally. Like, I'm a creative fuck. I like to do this stuff. Any energy I have at this point needs to be spent on what I'm inspired by and what is going to further my career, not getting a fucking grocery. Like, I will gladly trade the money and pay someone fucking double. Like, I tip good because like, I want to take care of the delivery people. Like, they're saving my ass. But my whole realization, let me get on track, is like taking control of where I spend my time because of the energy that it costs me. I don't look at things anymore as a matter of like a time exchange. It's an energy exchange. Do I want to put my energy into that? Do I want to go get pissed off and deal with these people at the fucking grocery store? No. Would I rather just have it delivered to my house and I open the door and just grab everything? Yes. It saves me so much time. It saves me so much energy. And that's just a lot less headache I have to deal with. I have not been to a grocery store in like two fucking months. And I'm so happy about it. I don't miss it at all. <laughs> I do be going to Target. I love a Target. And something else that I've been doing is my manager. Any meeting we have coming up, any anything, deadline, anything I have to do, I've asked my manager to start making me a calendar and adding it to that. So I wake up and I have my own personal to-do list and then I have my business to-do list. And that bitch handles everything for me. Carrie, I love you to fucking death. You saved my life. She literally calms me down. But that saves so much of my energy. Like having to go through my phone and go through emails. Like also I transfer all of my emails to her. So she sorts through what's important and sends it to me. 
I don't have to waste energy on bullshit emails that don't matter. And I don't have to waste time trying to stack all my calendar links for meetings and Zoom calls and all this shit. Because I've been being approached by every agency you can think of because they all want to sign me. All my shit's blowing up right now. And for the last month, I've had so many meetings. I'm sick of it. Like, I'm so fucking sick and tired of meetings. I'm so tired of meetings. I feel like I'm working a nine to five in a corporate fucking office dealing with all these goddamn CEOs. Leave me alone. Half of them don't know how to fucking speak. And that aggravates the shit out of me. Like if I get in there and I'm talking circles around you, I'm not signing with your company. I did end up signing with a company because I respected them and I liked them a lot. A lot of these meetings were a waste of fucking time. But I am a type person. I like to see every offer on the table before I like commit to something, you know? But I ended up signing with UTA. And that's like a really big fucking deal. And I heard everybody out and I got all my offers on the table and I chose the one that I knew was the best. My intuition was like, yeah, that one. My spirit guides were like, ee. So I signed with UTA. But my whole point with all this is becoming a selfish prick with what I allow myself to put energy into has changed everything. It's made me so much more productive. I'm way less tired. Like when I go to the gym now, that's my fucking me time. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb and I only get on my phone to play on songs and like pick songs and like go SoundCloud, Apple Music, and I just pick a song. I'm not worried about texts. I'm not worried about nothing because I mentally need to like check out. Like you need to become very protective of your time alone and your time to like disconnect and recharge. So like when I go to the gym, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. When I'm doing certain things, like right now for my podcast, that bitch is off. There's no chance to even fucking make my shit ring right now. <laughs> But that's something else that's helped me a lot is like, I don't allow grabs at my attention when I'm working on something. So when I'm in the gym, phone is on do not disturb. When I'm on meetings, it's on do not disturb. When I'm doing my podcast, the motherfucker's off. And there's certain periods throughout the day where I'll just go for a few hours and just put my phone on silent, put it on do not disturb, and I mentally check out. Because if I don't, I just waste so much mental energy dealing with that shit. So anything in your life you got going on, start setting up barriers and boundaries around that shit and stop putting your effort into worthless shit that does not matter and does not help you perform efficiently. I'm like yelling about this because it's so prevalent in my life right now. Like it's so frustrating that I've been dealing with shit like this. Like put those boundaries up, be a selfish fucking prick and be very, very selective with where you put your time and energy. Because if you got all these things to do and you keep making time for shit that's not important because other people need it, you're wasting the energy you could have spent on your own stuff on them. And then you still have to go back and do all the shit for yourself. You have to do that tired now. Oh girl, I've been doing that too goddamn long. I've been too nice. I've been too giving. I've been too sweet too goddamn long. It's my fucking turn. Now everybody take care of your goddamn self. <laughs> And one more thing I'm going to tack on with this that's going to apply to a lot more of you is I've become very selfish with responding to texts and being there for my friends. I know it sucks and it's hard and it's kind of shitty, but I don't have the mental capacity and the energy to perform well at what I'm trying to do and also coach my fucking friends that need advice and need shit from me. I've become very selective with where I put my time, even when it comes to my friends right now. Like I'm in a point where like, this is a pivotal moment for my career. And if y'all don't understand, sorry, bitch, I'm getting the scissors. Like you have no choice but to get on board or get off, get off the fucking boat or get on board. And like 
accommodate everything going on. Cause like, bitch, when I eat, everybody around me eats. So people just have to learn to respect the demands you have for your own time and attention and energy and not being able to be as present for my friends really fucks with me because I care about them so much. And anyone I care about, like I want to be there for them. But people come to me with their problems a lot. And also 90% of my DMs on all my social media are, oh my God, Leo, I need your help. And people spewing all their fucking problems at me and asking for my help. As bad as I want to help, I do not have the energy. I have the energy. I'm choosing to put it into what's efficient for me. And that's very hard for someone like me with a big heart because I want to be able to be there for people. But for me to constantly be in coach mode, coach my friends, coach everyone in my DMs, and coach myself at the same time, it's too much with everything I have going on. And it really fucking pains me. But I've had to stop responding to texts and messages and not return calls. And I text people back when I have time. I text people back if I can't talk, like, hey, busy, call you later. I have just had to completely disconnect from shit. Like when I'm in something, I have to be fully in it. I don't have the freedom anymore of having my attention just grabbed for me when people need me. I will be there for you when I can. That's a weird one. That's a real weird one. I just wanted to talk about it because people are also feeling this way. Like I'm sure all of you feel this way and no one else is talking about it. Like it's a very hard thing and it like it hurts. Like I fucking care about these people. I want to be there for them, but I care about myself too. And no one's getting in the way of my fucking success. No one's getting in the way of shit. I've been busting my fucking ass for this on my goddamn own. Ain't nobody helped me. So this is what the fuck I've been working for. Like I said, get on the boat or get the fuck off. But wrapped up in a pretty little bow, my whole point with this is you're of use to no one if you do not use your time and energy efficiently. Like for me to go be stressed out all over the board and not collect my attention and my focus and set boundaries around where I will and won't put it, I'm not gonna be as sharp for my meetings, I'm not gonna be able to be there for my friends even if I try amidst all the chaos, I'm not gonna be able to be there for them at the level I want to be. I'm not gonna be able to execute on everything I'm doing and create what I wanna create at the level that I want it. So I know it seems selfish and people are always shaming everybody for like taking control of their own time. I'm giving you permission right now, do that shit because you're of use to no one and you're of use to none of your goals if you don't act efficiently. Like you have to make sure that you can perform and this is just part of it and it does suck and suck and I'm in the same boat with you. But Everything's gotten a lot easier for me. So like I said, you have to take care of yourself first so you can take care of others. Because if you're a fucking mess, all you're going to be spreading is mess. So my next little realization is around all my shit blowing up and kind of around the topic of fame. I don't like saying I'm famous, but in a way, in a fucking way, I am. Like, I got to own it. Like, I have to, like, step into that and address what the fuck it is. I literally can't leave the house now without getting recognized. And I love that shit. Don't ever be scared to say hi to me if you see me in public. I'm very easy to spot. I'm six foot seven, always wearing black. I got gold on and I'm fucking ball headed. <laughs> but I am at that level. Like anywhere I go now, someone recognizes me. Someone notices me. I eat this shit up and I love it. But I'm still so resistant to saying that I'm famous because it's like fucking TikTok and like YouTube and shit. It's like, girl, like. I don't know. I just think of fame and I think of like a singer or like an actor or something. I'm over here just an asshole at a desk. <laughs> so I kind of had two little realizations around fame. And the first one is something about myself and everything that I'm doing. It's not that 
everything I've been posting online recently is better than what I've been doing before. I'm doing the same shit. And I've been providing the same level of value in all of my podcast episodes for over a year and a half now. But the views and the followers that I'm getting right now, I just look at it as recognition. It's not like I've been putting out more value or less value before. I've been putting out the same level of value. It's just finally getting fucking recognized. And it's just a weird kind of pressure. And that's why you see so many people that blow up. They all of a sudden start changing what they're doing and they fuck it up. And I've had to check myself like, Leo, you're not doing anything better or worse now. Like sure, things have improved like quality wise, but like the things that I'm sharing are the same value I've been contributing. That's what I'm getting recognized for. It's not a matter of like I'm doing better now or worse before. It's just I'm finally getting the recognition for it. And it's just snowballing. And I've kind of had to check myself like, okay, you don't need to do anything different. Because when you get this momentum, it's so exciting. And it's so like, ah, and you want to like upgrade and level up and do more, do bigger, do better. But I've had to like check myself like, Leo, you ain't got to do shit different. Keep doing what you've been doing. That's what's making you blow up. Don't start changing shit. Don't start doing things different. That's the biggest thing I kind of realized with all that. So the second little realization I had around fame and why people are drawn to famous people and why someone's perception of someone will change when they find out they are famous is it's not about like the numbers and the followers and all that. Like if you meet a fucking stranger in real life and you don't know anything about them and then you find out they're famous, you immediately like want to know more. It's like you're intrigued and you kind of put them on a pedestal. And I realized the reason that you kind of do that like subconsciously is because fame I look at now as recognition of value. So someone that's famous, hundreds of thousands or millions of people recognize the value in this famous person. So when someone else sees them or meets them, they're this thing that so many people see value in. It subconsciously makes you think that they're 10 times more valuable. You don't understand what it is, but they are very fucking normal. Famous people are normal as shit. I've met a lot of them. I kind of am one now and we're all like normal people, but it's like that psychological like flip in your head of so many people see the value in this person. Oh my God. It like makes you like them 10 times more. Cause like if you took away so many people's followers and all the fame that they have, and you just saw them as like a normal person with like a thousand followers, you would not be as intrigued or like them as much. Because they just look very much fucking average. Like having the numbers attached to them, like the number of followers, the number of anything attached to someone makes you subconsciously think that they're more valuable than they are. It's the weirdest fucking shit. Because there's so many people, like I said, that have not that many followers who are posting way better shit and are way cooler and are way smarter and way more talented than people who are big with the numbers and shit. I don't really know where the fuck I was going with that. Just something that I realized. Like, it's just about a recognition of value. And it will fuck with your brain when you meet someone. It's not that they're more special. Their value is just more widely recognized, whether it's them or something they can contribute or a skill or something like that. I don't even know why I shared that. I don't know. We I said we're just shooting shit in this episode, right? We're just fucking hanging out. Like, get a blunt. We'll just hang out. <laughs> okay, so the next little realization is something that came from my mom. And with me trying to sign with all these agencies and everything, I've talked to my mom about every step of it. Her and my sister. My mom and my sister are my best friends. I talk to them about everything. 
But I got off the phone with my mom after I agreed to sign with UTA. And she said something to me that like woke me the fuck up. Like I knew it. But like hearing her say it like was the refresher that I needed. And me signing with this agency, when I talked to them, I felt like they genuinely cared about me. And they do. Like they genuinely enjoy the content that I make and they care about me as a person. Sure. But my mom told me, I know you like them. I know they like you. But at the end of the day, this is their business. You are a paycheck to them. Don't ever fucking forget that. Don't ever get too comfortable thinking that this company cares about you personally. Sure, they do. But you are there to make them money. And they're there to make sure that you make money. Because when you make money, they make money. Just hearing my mom say, Son, remember, you're a fucking paycheck. And don't forget it. Was so nice. And I know a lot of people will be like, Oh my god, that's so mean to say. It's the fucking truth. It's the absolute fucking truth. Anyone you work for, or anyone you make money for, do not get it fucking twisted. They might care about you. They care about you as a person. They care about your well-being. Loyalty dies for a lot of people when money is involved. So don't ever fucking bet how much someone cares about you versus some money. You're going to be fucking disappointed, fucked over, and heartbroken. I've been there too many times. I've seen it too many times. I've seen people flip who I never thought would flip for money. So don't put it past no one. And it doesn't mean you have to act on that or do anything different. Just keep it in the back of your head. Your boss might love you. Your CEO might love you. Whatever. But if you're making them money, watch your fucking ass. Just keep it in the back of your head. And that's going to help me not get so emotionally invested with UTA. Yes, they're my agency. Yes, I have a full team of people who are my partners with everything that I'm working on. They're helping me and they're doing a ton for me and they're there for me and it's great. But... I need to keep my fucking emotions out of it. At the end of the day, it's business. It's a transaction. And I don't know what it was. Just hearing that out of my mom's mouth was so nice. It was like, wake up. <laughs> and I did. So my next realization is kind of around manifestation and manifesting opportunities that you want. When you ask for an opportunity, you also need to ask for the ability to handle it and to perform and execute on that opportunity. Because... All the things that have been happening for me and all like the opportunities I've been having are huge. And luckily, everything I've been through has prepared me to be able to perform under any circumstance. And going and being a guest on a big podcast is very intimidating. It's very fucking scary. It's very different from what I do. I put a camera up, put some lights, get my mic, and I talk shit in my fucking room by myself. Like, here I am. It's not that hard. Like I'm comfortable with this setup. But when I went on Drew and Spencer's podcast and Bunny's, I just went on Bunny's podcast, Jelly Roll's wife, a couple days ago. That episode will be out in a couple weeks. I'll post when it's live. But when I finally got confirmation of like, yes, you're booked. You have the opportunity. It's there. I got what I asked for. But when I got there, God damn, was it scary, bitch. Like when I walked in and it's a full set, and there's a full like 12 man production team and there's these giant cameras and all these giant like professional like lighting setups and shit. I've never seen a professional set or like a professional setup for any of this. So when I got there, I was very much like intimidated and I was trying to take it all in. I was also by myself when I went on Drew and Spencer's podcast. I had my sister and my friend Joey with me when I went to Bunny's and it was so comforting and nice having them there. But my first time going on these big podcasts on Spencer and Drew's, 
I was alone when I went and walking into an environment where I had never been before with a room full of people I've never fucking met and trying to take all that in. Bitch, you want to talk about anxiety? Times 10. I needed a fucking Xanax. <laughs> but when I got to the big opportunity I asked for, I didn't realize all the extra shit that was going to come with it. I was just so excited to get there. And then when I got there, I was so overwhelmed. And it's like, you have to take in everything going on. And then you have to go get your ass in front of the camera and fucking perform. And like, handle the situation at hand. Which is very, very intimidating. It was a lot. It was a lot to take in. And like I said, I'm lucky I'm able to handle this shit. Because a lot of people would crumble. A lot of people that go on other people's podcasts are fucking like weirdos. And not that they're actually weirdos, but they seem like they're fucking weird because there's so much behind the scenes that people don't realize. Like I was over here just like, oh, I want to go on a big podcast. And then when I got it, I didn't realize all that shit went into it. And I had no one there with me. I was by myself. I had no sense of familiarity. I had no sense of comfort. Like I said, the first two I went on, I was alone. When I was just on bunnies, I had my sister and my friend Joey there. And having them there was like a sense of familiarity. And I felt a lot more calm and like... But the first two podcasts, like, girl, walking in that shit was very intimidating. It was a lot to take in and it was a lot of pressure to be under and still have to handle it and execute. So my biggest thing now is be very conscious of what's going to come with the opportunity you're asking for. Are you actually ready for it? And there's not really a way to prepare for things that you don't know or haven't experienced yet. But do you have the capacity and the ability to not fold? Do you have the ability to rise to the occasion and handle whatever the fuck comes up with that opportunity? Like I said, I was, and I did. And I was shaking in my boots. I was sweating the entire fucking time. Even in a wife beater, I was over here like a whore, barely had a shirt on, and I was still sweating like a pig. But that's one thing I do now is when I ask for an opportunity or I try and manifest something, I ask to also feel supported and prepared for the opportunity. And I did that with Bunny's podcast and it went way better. Like when you're trying to manifest, throw in some feeling states you want to feel too with the opportunity and it will help a lot. Just trust me. Trust me. So my last realization around all the success that I've been having recently came from a lot of sadness I kept feeling. It's like every time I would achieve something or hit a new milestone or have a new opportunity come up that I was like, whoa, a weird sense of sadness would come up with it. Like a weird like heartbreak would come with every big thing I've been achieving. And the thing I realized around that is with everything you gain, you also have to give something up. And the thing that I kept having to give up was life as I knew it and my current reality. Because everything I've been achieving is like propelling me so fucking fast. I'm like, ah, I'm like blindsided with all the good shit happening. Like I've never had so much good overwhelm. It's nice. But there is a sense of loss that comes with it and a weird sense of sadness. And when you're in the heat of it, it's so fun. It's so exciting. It's like, yay. But the little sadness will like creep up. And it's so weird. It's like the weirdest thing no one prepares you for. It's like that hit of like heartbreak. When you achieve things that you've been trying to achieve for so long. And there were so many things that I didn't realize I was giving up. And there are so many things I'm no longer able to do because of the things I've achieved. And I don't really want to give too many examples because I don't want to sound like an ungrateful fuck. Because I am so overwhelmed and I'm so grateful of like everything that's happened. But I just wanted to share this as like a little heads up of like, it's so fun to achieve shit, but just prepare for that. 
And don't think anything's gone wrong. Don't think anything's bad or weird or like, oh my God, something's off. It's not off. It's totally normal to feel the sense of like sadness when big things start happening and when you achieve anything. Because like I said, as soon as you achieve it, your whole life as you knew it's gone. You knew life without that thing that you wanted. When you step into having it, that's a whole new life you just stepped into. So you're going to feel a little bit of loss and sadness, even if it's just like old beliefs and thought patterns and things that you thought were possible. You have to let it all go. There's such a release when you achieve something or hit a goal. And I haven't heard anyone talk about that. So I wanted to, I wanted to give you a little heads up and assure you, you're not crazy. You're not weird. Nothing's gone wrong. It's totally normal. And I deal with it too. All right, that's all I got for the realizations for this episode. I just want to say for a second, thank you guys so much for your support because I posted on my story like an hour ago before I was sitting down to film this that like there was no motivation in sight. Like there's no motivation anywhere within reach tonight for me to film this fucking episode. And you guys were all like so encouraging and I loved it. And the main message that got me up and like pushed me to make this episode was a couple people said, Leo, we need you. And that got me up real fucking quick. Like I was on the verge of tears and I was like, all right, fucker, get up and do it. Perform. Because <laughs> there's no stopping now. There's no slowing down. I'm fully committed in this bitch. And there's no like, get out. Like, we're in it. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for being comforting and sweet to me and encouraging and for loving me. <laughs> all of my social media will be in the description. Everywhere you can keep up with me. My merch, my links to my app. Everything's in the description. So everything you need's in there. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, leave me a five stars rating. And if you're watching the YouTube version, leave me a comment and let me know what you thought. I don't know how I feel about this episode. Was it even good or not? I don't know. I'm fucking annoyed with myself. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Everybody, take care of yourself. Implement some of the new shit that I shared. <laughs> and I will talk to you guys next Sunday.